Welcome to Momentum Church. Well, good July 4th morning. It is so wonderful to be able to celebrate with you Independence Day together online with our church family and those guests that have joined us today. And um, I just want to take a few moments to look at the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. But before we do that, I want to look back a little bit at just kind of the blessing that God has upon our nation and the early forefathers, their thoughts in regards to freedom and what it takes to be able to walk into freedom. I want to read a scripture starting out. This was a promise that was over the nation of Israel. But as I read it, I think you can hear that same kind of promise that God has for us as his people and for us as, as a nation. In Deuteronomy 8, verse 7 through 14, it says, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and figs and trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. Oh, I love that. Without scarcity in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are, are iron and out of whose hill you can dig copper and you shall eat and be full. I want you to hear some of the, 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 the terms here. Without scarcity, the idea of being full, lacking nothing. I, I believe that's God's intention. That's his plan for you as his people. It's that you would lack nothing, that you'd walk in freedom, that you would have all that he desires for you. And it finishes, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. That, that's the key, that we'll come into a place where we'll never forget and that we'll continue to bless the Lord our God for the good land that he has given us. And, and I believe that was kind of scripture that would have been in the minds of our early church or our early nation forefathers as they begin to think about this tyranny, this rulership of the king over them and the freedom that they wanted to walk in. I believe our, our forefathers, they felt the oppression of the king. They felt the burden of the tyranny of the king who desired to rule over them and to reap the benefits of their labor. And they began to push against that. I want to kind of speak to that first on this July 4th morning. And so July 4th, 1776, they gave forth the Declaration of Independence. And one of the, the signers of the Declaration was John Adams. And here's what he said. Listen, he said, whether we live or die, sink or swim, succeed or fail, I stand behind this Declaration of Independence. And if God wills it, I am ready to die in order that this country might experience freedom. Man, he tied his passion for independence, he tied it back to, to his, his God. When our forefathers declared their independence from England, they were making an equally strong declaration of dependence upon God. Let me say it again. When our forefathers declared their independence from England, they were making an equally strong declaration of their dependence upon God. I know this because in the closing words of the Declaration of Independence, it says this, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, 
Providence written with a capital P, speaking of God, it says, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Listen, when it says here with a firm reliance upon the protection of divine providence, that firm reliance, I'm just going to use the word dependence. Dependence. With a firm dependence upon God, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. You know, and John Adams wasn't the only early, early forefather of this nation that had that kind of a connection with, with God. Patrick Henry, you, you all know who Patrick Henry is. In 1775, before the Virginia Provincial Convention, he was the one that was so frustrated with the oppression, the tyranny coming from England, that he stood before a divided group of people that day, that convention. Some of the people were for the, to stay up underneath England's rule and others they were wanting freedom from England's rule and it was his famous statement that he's been well known for all these years when he said give me liberty or give me death he said give me freedom or give me death I want to kind of lean into this historic day into Patrick Henry a little bit just so you know who he is before I kind of speak some of the things he said spiritually during the Revolutionary War, he became the commander-in-chief of the Virginia military's forces. He, he was the member of the Second Continental Congress in which he took the, the, the Constitution that they had, and he was actually responsible for amending it and creating the Bill of Rights within the Constitution. In other words, Patrick Henry had his hands all in the early days of our country. He became Virginia's first governor. Not only that, he was elected three more times. And after the third time, he refused his fourth election. He would have been elected five times with that fifth one. He did not want the post any longer. He didn't want to re receive that office out of humility. He, he was offered a seat in the U.S. Senate. He had post as an ambassador to Spain and to France was offered to him. President George Washington asked him to join his cabinet and become Secretary of State and later wanted to appoint him the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, but he refused all of those honors and recognitions. The reason why I want to take a moment just to kind of give you that history on Patrick Henry is most of us just hear that give me liberty or give me death and that's where it ends with him. But there was a lot. I mean, I want you to realize how important and how respected he was as a leader in the early decades of our nation. And here's why I want you to realize that. Because here's what he said about the freedom that they desired. He said, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians. Not by religions and not on religions, but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Man, come on somebody, that's awesome. He's saying this nation was founded by people who understood their dependence on God would bring their independence from tyranny. Not just the tyranny that comes from a king, but the tyranny of any rulership over our lives. Man, that'll preach right there. It was so important for him to believe that God's gospel, that God's, that, that freedom that comes through Jesus would be something for his children. It was so important to him that in his last will and testament that he filed with the Brookneal County Courthouse in Virginia, it read this. He said that he bequeathed everything to his children, just as most people do, obviously, 
But the last paragraph in his will was extremely interesting. Listen to this. He wrote, I have now given everything I own to my children. There is one more thing I wish I could give them, and that is Christ. Because if they have everything I gave them and don't have Christ, they have nothing. And this is an early forefather of your nation, of our nation. And his heart, not just for freedom that comes politically, but the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. He wanted to see his children walk in that freedom as well. He said, give me liberty or give me death. When I hear that statement at the end of his life, he is saying to have everything but not be free is to have nothing. Let me say it again. To have everything but not be free is to have nothing. We began by looking at that scripture in Deuteronomy. All the promises that can come from a land that is blessed. But to have all of that and not be free, you have nothing. So what am I doing this July 4th, coming to you from this historic local jail here in Cherokee County? I want to come today and I want to speak to you about how important freedom is. Man, freedom is important. And the reason why it's important is because every one of us at times, we may live in a, and live in a land of, of milk and honey, but at times, if we're not careful, the tyranny of oppression can come upon our hearts. And so I want to look at three areas real quick when it comes to tyranny. There are things in our life, if we don't deal with them, they will begin to rule over us. One of those areas is the tyranny of addiction. And today you may be listening to this and, and just, you just know it's July 4th, and by the end of tonight, you're going to fail in an area of your addiction, an area of your struggle, an area that you feel so bound to. I want you to know today, God has called you to freedom. I'm going to give you a little tip before we finish on what freedom looks like and how to obtain it. Maybe for you, it's not the tyranny of addiction. It's the tyranny of your agenda. You're not the ruler of your life. Everything in life rules your time, governs what you do, governs how you go about living out your life. And, and, and you're not in control, but everything in life is controlling you. And sometimes it's lesser things in your agenda that take the majority of your time. And so maybe it's the tyranny of your agenda that keeps you in bondage. Maybe for you, it's the tyranny of, of, of attitudes, when I say that, the tyranny of attitudes, it may not be your own attitude. It may be the attitude of others. You allow what other people think of you to keep you held up in a cell, held up in the jail of, 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 of just um, painting yourself in that picture of what they perceive you to be and so on. And so it could be the attitudes of others. It could be your own attitude, your own self awareness, maybe self-loathing at times, or, or frustration with self, the attitudes that you have. We started off this with that passage from Deuteronomy talking about, about how God's bringing you into a land that's not scarce. Maybe your attitude is one of scarcity, one of lack, one, I don't deserve anything. And man, that's put you in a prison in your life. Well, what I want to do, I want to look at scripture real quick. And I just want to look at a story of, of Paul and Silas as they were thrown into a Philippian jail. And I want to just look at that for a few moments and, and kind of get a better picture of how we can walk in freedom. And so what had happened, there was a woman who had a spirit of divination. She, she was one that would conjure up demonic spirits and be able to speak understanding into people's lives from a power that was not of God's, of God. 
And she begins to point to Paul and Silas. And after a few days of this, Paul and Silas, they begin to, 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 to set her free. They, they, they cast the demons out of her. And upon doing so, this woman is free, set completely free. She's no longer captive. She's no longer bound by the tyranny of the demonic. She is set free. But the one that, that received from her finances, the man that would use her for his benefit, that man came and and brought Paul and Silas before the community, and, and they ended up throwing Paul and Silas in jail. And it says they threw him in the inner cell. We're, we're kind of in the inner cell here of this jail right now. And so here I want to read the scripture of what happened. In Acts 16, they're in the inner cell, verse 25 and 26. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bonds were unfastened. <clears throat> we can see that men of that day had tried to put them into bondage, had put them into a Philippian jail. And, and God, in the middle of that night, God began to do a work to set them free. Here's what I want you to, to catch first, all right? If you're going through the tyranny of addiction, the tyranny of, of attitudes, the tyranny of, of how do I break free from, from my agenda that just controls me. If you're going through that and it feels like a dark time, all right? It may. At times, those, those are your darkest moments when you feel in bondage, when you don't feel like you're ruling, but you're being ruled over. Those are those darkest moments. But listen, I want you to understand, a new day doesn't start when the sun comes up. Don't miss that. A new day doesn't start when the sun comes up. Actually, a new day starts in the dark. Did you know that? Yeah, your freedom starts in the dark. Your, your freedom starts at that, that, that darkest hour. It says here, at midnight. At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. When did that new day start? It started right at the stroke. As soon as it went past midnight, it was a new day. And I'm telling you right now, you may feel like you're in a dark moment but you're that close to walking into an, uh, a God-given earthquake-type type miracle that's going to bring you your freedom. A new day doesn't start when the sun comes up. It actually starts in the dark. And so here's the thing to catch, all right? Your independence from what binds you, it starts when your dependence on God begins. Like I said, for our nation, their independence came. They declared their independence from England, and they began to place their dependence on God. It's the same way for you. Your independence from what binds you starts when your dependence on God begins. Your freedom in that dark moment, it doesn't start when you walk out of the bonds that hold you. Your freedom starts when you lean into your dependence on God in the middle of your circumstance. You're going through addiction, stop leaning on those friends that cause it to go deeper. You're, you're leaning on, on, on struggles with your, your schedule and you don't put God in the midst of it. Stop leaning on your job to be your provider and start leaning on, on God. Put your dependence on God and you'll find your independence from those things that have tyranny over your life. It was in the middle of not knowing that's when they started to get their freedom. They didn't know they were in the middle of a jail. They didn't know if they were going to be free or not. All they knew is in the middle of the jail, they were going to put their dependence on God. And it says that they began to sing 
songs, they begin to pray, they begin to sing hymns to God. Hymns always declare who God is. They, in the middle of all that, the middle of their jail, began to declare their dependence upon God. And so I want to challenge you today that no matter how dark it is, no matter how heavy the tyranny feels, in the middle of that, begin to put your dependence on God. Where the nation of Israel messed up, and where we as His people, even us as a country, where we mess up is we begin to enjoy our freedom and then we forget about who freed us in the first place. Before I jump into that, let me just say this, just to clarify, if you're going through something right now, put your dependence on God. Lean into Him with everything that you have, no matter how dark it is, because that earthquake is coming, that freedom is coming. Now, if you are one that has been walking in freedom, don't forget. Don't forget where you've come from. Enjoy your freedom, but don't forget who freed you. That passage of Scripture we began with in Deuteronomy, verse 8, or chapter 8, it continues in verse 11. It says, Take care lest you forget the Lord your God, but not by not keeping His commandments and His rules and His statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. Do you hear that? that, that that's what, that's what, what, what Patrick Henry was saying. I don't want just freedom for my kids. I want them to walk in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't want just a land of milk and honey, a land that lacks scarcity. I want a heart that is full from being in a relationship with, with Jesus, being free from, with, from Christ. And so the best way that we can be reminded so that we don't forget is for us to daily declare our dependence on God. Think of it this way. You want independence from England? They made a declaration of independence and they became free from England as they put their dependence on God. I think we can reverse engineer that. There's things in your life that have tyranny and you want independence from them? Declare your dependence on God anew this July 4th. And as we lean in, as we don't forget, as we don't allow the darkness of tyranny to, to overwhelm us, as we lean into this God that we have, to our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus, as we lean into Him, then in that place, we can find that we can stand fast in our freedom and we can walk in the, 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 the deliverance, the victory that He has for us. And so we will declare our dependence on God and in doing so, we will walk in independence from every ruling force that tries to overwhelm us and overtake us. Galatians 5.1 says it this way, Stand fast, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. This prison was not meant for you. Being held back from the best that God has for you, that's not the life God has for you. He wants you to walk in freedom. And that begins, it continues, and it ends with you always casting your full dependence on God. I want to challenge you today from the historic jail cell here in Cherokee County, Canton, Georgia. I want to challenge you today to walk dependent upon God 
and independent from everything in this world that the, that the prince of the air would try to rule over you with. God has called you to freedom, nothing less. Stand fast in that freedom in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.